0: Good evening, Mr. Ham. How are you?
1: I am excellent, Mr. Claywell. Good to see you. You've been halfway around the world and back since I was, we we sat here last.
0: Well, I don't know about the world. Uh, about four thousand miles. That's 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 quite the drive. Yeah, yeah. We did it in uh, three day two two thousand miles each leg, three days out, three days back. So yeah, it was pretty interesting.
1: That's that's a lot of driving. That is a lot of driving. But you know. It's a good drive. I've I've made that drive before, and and I enjoy going west.
0: Yeah, it was fun. We went out to uh, a little town in the middle of nowhere, uh, a couple of hours northeast of San Diego. Yeah, uh, yeah, and we went out one way and came back a different way. So, so how did you go out? Do you do you. So we went when we went out. We went out from forty. Uh huh. And I almost think it descended by tens for some reason. I think it was like forty to thirty to twenty to ten, something
1: like that. Yeah. Yeah, I can As we see kind that. of proceeded southwest. Right, yeah. You start on I-40 and you end up on I-10 going through the desert and end up in San Diego, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's, but we didn't go all the way to San Diego. We yeah. got out before that. But then coming back, we started on 10 again. No, we started on 8, I think. And then we took some back roads up by the Salton Sea. Oh, nice. And cut up north around in there. And then I think we got on 10 on the, no, 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 no. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know the roads. Maybe when we came in, we came in on eight. Okay. And then when we went, yeah, it was like to the eight, to the 10, to the eight. Okay. Okay. And then when we went out, we stayed on the 10.
1: Coming back in, heading up almost like you're going toward um, Salt Lake City, up toward Utah and all that. So I think. I think so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We came back on 10 and then cut it to 40.
1: Yeah. Pretty much straight. So you went forty out and back though for as far as like the main leg of it?
0: Yeah, we were looking at going further um, north. Yeah. And coming back in through uh the Nature. Yeah. Over by like Paducah. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, the bluegrass the bluegrass parkway, I think. I don't remember all the names of the roads. Well, yeah. there's, there's a so lot many. of roads. <laughs> but we were looking at com- yeah, we were looking at coming back kind of that way. But it was gonna add a couple of hours to the drive and we were both just kind of tired of driving yeah so we were like forget it we're just going to go on home see Ashley and I
1: when when we did that um, we went to uh, in 2007 we went out to Bowling Green went up the Natchez, and then we hit 70 and um, we followed 70 from like um, St. Louis all the way over through um, like Denver Colorado went through the mountains there went through the Eisenhower Tunnel and all that kind of stuff um, and when we, I think we picked up 15 heading South out of like South of you, of Salt Lake city, Utah and caught 10 when we were roughly right around Vegas area. Um, yeah. or maybe it was 40 over to 10. Um, but yeah, it was a great, great trip. And then when we came back, we came pretty much straight across 40. So we saw like the Northern leg of it out and the Southern leg of it back. So kind of yeah. get to see different scenery going out and coming back. So
0: Right. Yeah, and when we went out, we were basically hugging the Mexican border. Oh, wow. We had to go through We actually had to go through two border checkpoints.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Just because we, I guess, because we were so close to the border. I heard that. And, like, the people, like, we'd roll down the window, and they wouldn't even let us stop. They were just like, two white guys go, <laughs> just go, <laughs> you're fine. Uh,
1: I know yeah, when then, we went through... um when we got to Vegas that morning, we stopped and ate breakfast because we, we'd gotten there, like, really, really early. Uh, we actually stayed in, in this little town called Mesquite. Oddly enough, the same, like, little town that the, the Las Vegas shooter, you know, from, from a couple weeks ago. It's where oh, he was yeah. from, um, Mesquite. So, anyway, we stopped and stayed at this place called, um, I think it was Eureka Casino Bar and all that kind of stuff. Um, stayed there that night, and then the next morning drove the extra, like, 40 miles or whatever it was on into uh, Vegas. And, um, we, like we got there early enough that we were like, couldn't check in. Cause it was like right 30, nine o'clock in the morning. And so we were like, you know what? It's only like 270 more miles on over to LA. Why not just go ahead and drive out there and see what LA's like. We were driving 800 miles a day. We figured and hey, what's another 600 miles. So right. we took off, um, and the weird thing is when we was when we were leaving out of Las Vegas got into California the first little town that you come to there's Baker and they've got this really really huge like thermometer that sticks up out there in the middle of the desert and just on the like the other side of Baker there was one of those checkpoints going into California and like we had to stop and i was like this is this is odd and like they, they ran like the little mirrors on wheels under our car. And like, they, I guess they were looking for leaks and things like that. Cause you know, California is pretty stickler about, you know, in the environment, but,
0: uh, I, think was, they, I don't think it was environmental checks. I'd say they were looking for we were smuggling a, or something.
1: We were in a Yaris. Where were we going to smuggle something? <laughs> Dude,
0: the, the best thing to get is a car nobody's going to expect.
1: Oh, that was definitely that car. So, So, but yeah, I mean, they were running, they, they, I mean, they, we moved through the checkpoint fairly quickly, but it was, it was interesting. I thought, man, this is weird. And it was far enough north. I wouldn't think that there was like a border checkpoint because we were a good, you know, couple hundred miles, I'd say from the border.
0: Right. but Like I said, you could have been looking at like a, they could have been looking for drugs.
1: Oh, this is true. This is true. Uh, They did ask us if we had any produce, which I thought was odd.
0: I don't know. I guess maybe if the dogs hit on something. No, I mean,
1: they were, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. It was, it was, it was, it was kind of surreal and it was not like it was a temporary setup. It was like they it, it looked all like right. a, a, a toll booth, you know? Yeah. That's what fixture. we were,
0: that's what we were looking at. But the, we, like ours were obviously border checkpoints. I mean, yeah, they, you traffic was forced, all traffic was forced into them. Yeah. That's the way so, this was
1: it's just weird i thought it was odd that yeah it know. was a
0: little yeah it was a little strange for us too we had another one way up north but and that could uh that could be what it was too getting into the farmland up there possibly where migrant workers might be an issue yeah. for them yeah because we hit that on when we got close to the town that we were staying in out there uh-huh. um there was another one of those checks just on a little two-lane road huh out there
1: Odd. It's it's yeah. different. California's got its own way of doing things yeah, for it's sure.
0: A, Cal, Cali's a little <laughs> special. They've got, they, yeah, they've always got their own particular way of doing things.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm glad you had a good trip out, though, and, and back and made it there and back safely. How did Omar do? Um, he got third
0: place in his age group nice. for his race. Dude,
1: that is nice. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, he was in the uh, men's 12-hour solo division and he got third place in his age group in that division
1: very cool so
0: yeah he he did really well honestly he it was he was pretty badass especially for it being his first his first race
1: no kidding no kidding so, yeah that is awesome that's awesome so how was the whole handing off things like being a pit crew guy
0: well it didn't go like we practiced uh we kind of we weren't sure what to expect neither right. one of us having ever done anything like this before So when what we practiced was more like a NASCAR-style pit kind of thing. But that's not really what they had set up. They had more of a, like, you had to pull in to the. So you actually had to stop. Yeah. So we kind of envisioned, like, being able just to kind of pull off the course a little bit and continue the same direction of travel. Right. And proceed without stopping. But the way they had it set up is you actually had to make, like, a 90-degree turn. Ah. And then 180 degrees to get back out. So you had to go back the way you came in. Mm. So it was a little different, but it worked out because he wanted to stop a couple times anyways. And he was going so far in between stops. Like he wasn't pitting every lap. He was only pitting every three laps, which was every 65 miles roughly. Wow.
1: So, so how many miles total did he put in?
0: Almost officially, almost two hundred. One hundred and ninety-nine point eight. Good
1: grief.
0: In twelve hours, yeah. Wow. Unofficially, he got like two hundred and four because he he, they only count completed laps. Yeah. And so he didn't make it back to the line before the cutoff. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, he was just a cut like just a thirty seconds or a minute from getting back in to get the last lap counted.
1: Man, alive. Mm. That but yeah, he did real. he did
0: really well. Uh <laughs> it was really it was pretty awesome. And everybody out there, it's a different kind of environment. Um we expected racers. Or well he didn't because he kind of dealt with them before, but I expected racers and most of the race people I've ever dealt with are really, you know. I don't I don't I don't wanna know how to say this without cheesing some people off, but <laughs> they're they're they expect things to be their way. Right, right. Get out of my way. I'm first place. Right. And these guys, like there were teams bringing other teams water, teams giving other teams ice. Uh, One dude ran out of food and another team gave him food. So, it's so he a could lot finish. of camaraderie there. Yeah. It was, it was more, uh, yeah, a lot more friendship between as opposed to like, oh, well you ran out of food, tough shit.
1: Yeah. Not as cutthroat. Yeah. Nice. Maybe you should. Awesome. Maybe
0: you should have calculated your uh, calorie requirements better. No, these guys are like, oh shit, you're out of food, man. Yeah, I got some extra gels here. You can have these. Or that is yeah. that is. It awesome. was. It was a lot different than what I expected.
1: Dude, that that's you know something like that. That's really what makes it because I mean, if you go into it expecting something, you know, or or you, what you've experienced has been one way, and then you're really really pleasantly surprised with the outcome. That's that's really awesome.
0: Yeah, it was really nice. Everybody out there was really friendly. Um, a couple of other guys we met are multiple world record holders oh wow and they were just as friendly you know trying to give advice being encouraging
1: very cool very cool it was really it was really sweet and i do have to say i I saw some of the photography some of the pictures that you've been posting oh dude beautiful awesome 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 work um really cool things like the sculptures that they had out there the big metal like sculptures
0: yeah they're just out in the middle
1: of the desert Dude, that was some awesome stuff. Um, The dragon one that that I guess I saw it today. I don't know when you posted it. I just put it up today. Yeah, I saw that today. That thing was awesome. Yeah,
0: and it really is. It's really cool. In person, the thing is probably nine and a half or ten feet tall. The head of it. Wow. It's huge. (laughs) And it goes all the way. It's hard to see in the picture because of the perspective of it. Uh, But it goes from one side of the road all the way to the other side of the road.
1: So like we're talking what a couple hundred feet, a few a few hundred feet?
0: Probably. Yeah. The wow. the whole thing. Yeah. The head the head and like the first three humps yeah. are on the near side of the road and then like the last two humps are on the other side of the road oh, going off cool. into the desert. Yeah. And it's is really it just nice.
1: like that? what do the people use? I mean, is it just like scrap iron or do they do or is it like literally I, like formed um things that they like weld together like and they cut pieces specific for it or?
0: I have no idea. Huh. It did, I mean, there's no plaques. You saw what I saw in the picture. Oh, that's... They're just out in the middle of the desert. I don't I don't know who did them. I don't know if it's one artist or a, a group of people. I don't know if it's the local um, art commission or art... Um, right. There's yeah. a word for that, and I can't think of what it is right now.
1: Yeah, like... Yeah. Um, like the arts
0: community... Arts... Uh, there's like a government group that does that kind of thing, and <laughs> yeah. I can't think of what it is right now.
1: I can't either. But it's, I don't know if it's, it's the Art Guild, is what it is. Yeah, yeah, the
0: Guild. There you go. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if, like I said, I don't know if it's one artist, a group of artists, if it's like sanctioned or uh, somebody pay, you know, specifically paid. Right. Or but if there it's were, just random. Yeah. Yeah. There. Or just an inspired person putting their stuff out there for people to enjoy. Uh, there was all kinds of stuff. I didn't post most of them, but. There were camels, elephants, dragon. There was a cricket, a scorpion, some people. Oh, I'd love to see the scorpion. There there were some weird, like, I I did post that one. It was some kind of, like, cat, pig, weird thing.
1: (laughs) Chupacabra? It
0: it may have been a chupacabra, yeah. I don't know. It was (laughs) weird, whatever it was. But it was really neat. And they were all just, and there was a couple of really big birds. Yeah. Like, and I know, and physically they were large, but you could tell because in one of them, the guy put a boar, like a full grown boar in its claws. Oh, wow. To give you kind of an idea of how big Perspective. The, the bird was supposed to be.
1: Yeah. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> and, and the boar was about the
0: size of one of its feet.
1: Daggum. So,
0: yeah. And the detail on them is, it was insane. Like the horse tails and manes. Yeah. They had like little, like almost like uh like a steel brush. But but really long, and like those little wires coming out, and they would blow in the wind.
1: They would like flap
0: back and forth a little bit. I mean, it's It's it was metal, so yeah. yeah.
1: Wow, dude, that is awesome. Yeah,
0: they were really cool.
1: Very cool, very cool. So, any wild adventures that happened while you guys were going out there?
0: Um, a little bit. There was uh, so one one evening on the way back, we stopped for dinner supper whatever you want to call it and we stopped at a cracker barrel because it was close to a hotel that was pretty well reviewed And we thought we're just gonna stop eat and crash right and we go in and oh my god it was terrible uh it took them i want to say 15 minutes to get our drink orders out to us okay Uh, i ordered coffee with cream (laughs) they didn't bring me any cream the waitress came back around to check on us and take our food order. Yeah. And I told her, yeah, you know, I need cream and here's what we want to eat. And she's like, okay. And she left another 10 or 15 minutes goes by. Still no waitress, still no food, still no cream. I flagged down our waitress again and she's going to another table. I'm like, I still need some cream, please. <laughs> no luck. <laughs> so finally I get tired of waiting. And then we just don't see her anymore. So I don't know if she went on break or what the deal was there, but, um, She's gone. So finally I just get up with my coffee cup and walk up to the hostess and I'm like, yeah, I'm still waiting for cream. Can I, (laughs) can I please have some cream? And so she gives me one of the little bowls with the little packets in it. The little, yeah.
1: Yeah. The little shots. Yeah. The
0: little shots of cream. Yeah. So take that back to the table. By this time my coffee's cold. Good grief. So I put the cream in it, drink my coffee. Uh, Another probably 10 or 15 minutes goes by and some guy comes out with these plates of food. And he comes up to our table. Good deal. Yeah. Food finally sounds, after yeah.
1: like an hour and a half. Yeah. Sounds great, right?
0: <laughs> Except he comes up to our table and he's like, I've got, I think I've got your food here, gentlemen. And we, me and Omar both look at him and like, no. <laughs> and he goes, oh, okay. And then he starts to sit the food down in front of us and we're like, no, this, this isn't our food. So, and so
1: what did they bring you?
0: Well, they brought, Omar and I both ordered a sunrise sampler Okay Which is like like the the indecisive platter
1: Yeah the one that's got a little bit of everything
0: Yeah And what they brought us both Was a chicken and biscuit
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay Substantially different From what we ordered And in no way sounds similar (laughs) So we're both like Yeah this is not what we ordered And he's like oh okay And smiles at us and starts to walk off And I'm like sir excuse me This is not our food. I don't know whose food this is.
1: Someone is missing a chicken biscuit over here and they've got my sunrise sampler. Yeah. There's
0: two people here in this restaurant that want chicken biscuits and it's not us. And uh, so he comes back and takes the food away and doesn't say a word. Hmm. So then another probably 10 minutes goes by and our waitress comes back to the table and she's all like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, There was uh, a mix up. I put the ticket in wrong. That was totally my fault. I apologize. I apologize. Uh, you know, your food will be right up. They put a rush on it. So sorry for the delay. Is there anything, you know, and I was like, yeah, can I get some more coffee, please? Because at this point, my coffee's <laughs> been empty for like 30 minutes.
1: Don't ask for coffee or cream, dude. Oh, obviously. <laughs> so it if takes her a If you would her
0: have her just while.
1: ordered a Mountain Dew, the whole thing would have went a lot smoother. I'm just going to say.
0: <laughs> well, it may have. It may not have because there's more. We finally get our food, eat, and leave. At this point, we've probably spent a grand total of a little over an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes maybe, in the restaurant just to get a quick bite before bed.
1: Sounds like a quick bite.
0: (laughs) Yeah. When we go to pay, the lady working the cash register is like, so did you guys hear that? And we're we're like, hear what? And she goes, some guy just came in here and robbed us just a few minutes ago. And we're like, what? Wait, what? When?
1: (laughs) Wait, wait, like... At gunpoint?
0: She didn't elaborate. I don't know if it was at gunpoint or just a threat of physical violence. Or I didn't ask. I didn't care. I was, right. I was like, well, shit, if there's a guy here robbing people, I just want to leave.
1: <laughs> no kidding. <laughs>
0: uh, so so we asked, you know, how long ago? It's oh, about 45 minutes ago. So right while, about the
1: time you were needing creamer. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So while we're sitting in the restaurant waiting on our food, some guy comes in and robs the place, and she sees Omar's shirt yeah because he was all of Omar's t-shirts by the way are cycling related in some fashion right right so she sees his shirt and she goes and he took off on a bicycle oh, oh my gosh no way <laughs> so he robbed the place and fled on a bicycle yeah i don't know so maybe that excuses the horrible service i'm not sure uh, oh. they could have said something.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, nothing else. The, the waitress should walk up and, and say, you know what? I'm sorry about, you know, the order mix up. We were a little frustr- frustrated or flustered because of the, you know, the, the robbery that just took place. Yeah. Something. Tell me, did, did you guys have to pay?
0: Yeah, oh yeah, we had to pay.
1: <laughs> I, I think at that point, someone should have, a manager should have stepped in and been like, okay, listen guys, sorry about all this. We have had a bad night. You have had a bad night. Yeah, exactly. You know, your but, chicken uh, biscuit is on us. Oh, I mean Sunrise Sampler. Yeah. <laughs> we'll comp We'll
0: comp the price of your chicken biscuit. Well, that's great, but we ordered a Sunrise <laughs> Sampler, which is a, a little bit more expensive. Uh, yeah, so wow. that's pretty crazy.
1: That is some crazy stuff, dude. <laughs> but,
0: but yeah, and then, you know, and, and then the trip, The rest of the way back was fairly uneventful. Other than by the time I got back, I was brain dead. We stopped at a restaurant in somewhere in Tennessee, in between Memphis and Nashville. I don't remember the name of the town. It was on I-40 there. It was a pretty big town. They had six exits. So that's why I was just thinking. I was like, it's a big town. They should have something decent to eat to grab lunch. So we pull off the interstate and we look in, trying to find a place to eat. And I see a jack a sign that says Jack, and I was thinking Jack, jack in the, the box. box. Jack in
1: the Box, dude. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I've
0: never eaten Jack in the Box. And, oh, totally off-chain, bracking up on the way out there. Also had something I've never had before. I got an animal-style double-double with fries from In-N-Out Burger.
1: Really? You got it yeah. an in and out? I got my in and out. Ah, yes. Finally. Awesome. Years
0: and years and years later. <laughs> awesome. I finally, awesome, I finally awesome. got my in and out. Was burger. it good? It was amazing. Oh, yes. <laughs> and apparently, animal style is extra sliced cheese, even on the fries. Okay. Like just sliced American cheese on the fries, grilled onions, and what they call a secret sauce. I swear it's just Thousand Island like everybody else.
1: Well, you know, you know.
0: But I mean, you, you wouldn't really all think all they do on is the fries. They, they
1: take the label off and they say it's secret. Yeah, <laughs> now you don't know. Wink, wink.
0: Uh, but yeah, so they uh, they but that that was that, and it was delicious. It was awesome. amazing, and it doesn't sound great on the fries, but it was.
1: Oh no, no, no! I mean, I can I can imagine. Yeah,
0: fries with Thousand Island that sounds disgusting to me, but uh, not so much. With the cheese much. and what the grilled onions, with cheese and grilled onions. It was, yeah, it, so it
1: sounds actually pretty good. So, well,
0: so anyway, we go in this restaurant. And we're looking at the menu, and we're like, that's not Jack in the Box. The place was packed. Right. So, I mean, obviously, it was a pretty popular spot, but it's not Jack in the Box. It's just a restaurant called Jack's.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, we got food. I will say, their fries were very interesting. They were just crinkle-cut fries. Okay. But... They had something, and me and Omar talked about it. And the best we could come up with was that it was popcorn salt, ah, oh. flavored butter flavored popcorn salt on the French fries. Was good. It was really good. They huh. tasted really buttery. Yeah, and they had the salt on them.
1: Nice. But yeah, never thought about doing that. Yeah, but I either. may have to give that a try. It was really just good to see if that. Yeah. So, yeah, so that,
0: and that was it. And, but at that restaurant, the lady was like, I need a name for your order, sweetheart. It took me like 30 seconds. I was so fried. (laughs) She's like, what's your name, sweetie? And I was like, uh, 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 (laughs) I know this. uh, I know this. (laughs) Jason, Jason. Is that my name? I think, yeah, (laughs) I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I was, yeah, I was gone, but yeah. And then uh so we get back into Kentucky. Yeah. And start listening to the radio. And I hear some news. Oh. That, yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if you heard about this or not, but did you hear about one one of our local politicians from the bowling green area of Kentucky?
1: <laughs> I I did hear this. I I I'm one of those people though, I watch a lot of MSNBC and CNN and stuff like that. Like I flip back and forth between those, just between um You know, Penelope's watching Disney Junior. There's so many, only so many episodes of PJ Masks and Puppy Dog Pals I can handle. Um, So I will flip back and forth just randomly at things, just to kind of keep up with what's going on in the world. But I did hear this.
0: Right. Okay, so you know.
1: I do know. Yeah, our our, uh, lovely representative, uh, Senator from Kentucky, he got his butt handed to him. But
0: now not old turkey neck.
1: (laughs) No, no, not old turkey neck. Rand Paul, yep, senator so. from Bowling Green, Kentucky. Obviously, from what we can gather, what I've heard, out mowing his lawn. Yep. And his neighbor, Mr. Rene Boucher. I wonder like, if
0: he's any relation to Bobby.
1: I don't know, but I mean, from the tackle that I'm hearing. <laughs> well, he broke six of his he ribs. He broke six ribs on the way. I mean, when he creamed this dude. So... You- What'd you say about my mama? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Yeah, Rand Paul gets tackled in his lawn, uh, on his lawn by his neighbor and gets six ribs broken. He now, from what I've gathered, is, has been in a hospital for a day or two. He has fluid around his lungs. He's, of, I don't a want to plural, say he's in... Criti- plural, plural effusion. Yeah, he's not like in critical condition or anything, right. but they're monitoring this this health crisis now that, that he is in. And he is not at the Senate. He's not doing his job there. He's got to take some time off well, to recover. Well, he wasn't recover. doing his job anyway. He was well, in Bowling
0: know. Green mowing his fucking yard. <laughs> but the thing that got me, like, this just cracked me up is, is, is one... The the neighbor's name is Renee.
1: Renee, and he's a anesthesiologist, a doctor of something. Yeah, I think some, he's an he's anesthesiologist. Kind of he, he put him to sleep. Mm. Let me just put it that way. Oh, but <laughs> else. Uh,
0: but yeah, and the like. Apparently, this is not just like it. it okay, first off, hundred percent not politically motivated. None whatsoever. These two guys have been feuding for years.
1: Yeah, over stupid things. Over
0: stupid neighbor shit.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Your dog so,
0: barks too loud, and your, yeah, trees, your, your are,
1: trees are growing over into my yeah, lawn Whatever, or, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. stupid neighbor
0: shit. And apparently, the the straw that broke the proverbial camel's back here was Rand Paul was mowing his own First off, if you're a senator, what the hell are you doing mowing your own <laughs> damn yard?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I could run for president, and I would still be the guy that goes out and mows the White House lawn. You'd be on the if South they, Lawn. If they let me, I'd probably be out there. Just simply because I'd be like, okay, I'm putting my headphones on, if North Korea hits us, by God, tell me about it after I get finished mowing. Well, <laughs> just, I just zone like, out. <laughs> so,
0: okay, he's out mowing his yard, and the whole thing was he was blowing his clippings onto his neighbor's property. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's what set the guy off. That was the piece de resistance so that set off too. Rene Boucher.
1: I wonder, too, how, much, how long has it been since... Rand paul has mowed his lawn that the amount of clippings that are going to end up on the neighbor's lawn are make that big of a deal
0: well i gotta imagine even if he's not doing it somebody is
1: right true enough. but
0: but still i just i don't understand like <laughs> i don't know i don't get it it wasn't politically motivated though that's the key thing for me yeah it was just two neighbors it was just two neighbors fighting being pissed off at each other over stupid neighbor shit and the the thing that kind of pisses me off is that they're trying to make this a federal case, like a literal federal case. They are. I'm they not are. saying I'm not using that in the in the figurative sense that they're blowing it out of proportion. They are literally trying Bringing to make this federal charges. Federal charges against Rene Boucher for assaulting his neighbor, yeah. who just happened to be a senator.
1: This would be no different than me and my neighbor going at it in the yard, me getting a couple of ribs broken. I can see pressing charges of but course. it's going to be local charges he it's was going assaulted to be like, yeah it's I, a felony assault absolutely 100 percent. but that should be as far as it goes yeah it shouldn't be a federal case has nothing should have nothing to do with what comes before your name senator rand paul yeah or dr so, rand paul or, or whatever yeah or anything it should just be local okay these two guys were out duking it out in the yard yeah so now, i
0: don't know if this ties back because you know rand paul was at the baseball game the, oh, the, the one where the, the, the shooting got shot was out. going on? Yeah. yeah. I, so I, I didn't know, know he was know. there. I don't know. Well, I, I know the the Rene Boucher thing doesn't has nothing to do with the shooting at the baseball game. But True. I'm just saying I don't know if their aggressiveness with this is because of that.
1: It could be. And, and you know, it's one of those things where they could be trying to politicize something. And it's... It, it's wrong is what it is all the way it around is. simply because it, it shouldn't go any further than, okay, Rand Paul just got his ass handed to him. It, yeah. And that's about it.
0: <laughs> Renee whooped your ass, Rand.
1: <laughs> what, 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 what a boy done took you down. <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah. Wow. Unreal. Unreal. It, yeah, it's it, amazing what times we live in, but it, oh yep, well.
0: <laughs> yep. So, all the listeners out there, we, I, I want to take a second. I, I've been on a trip. I've been across the country. Uh, Mr. Ham's been very busy at home, and uh, we haven't had a whole lot of time to prepare a lengthy discussion of a specific topic for you. So we thought this this evening we would just take some time to shoot over just some random trivia, some drop some knowledge bombs.
1: Sounds good. Yeah. H- um, hodgepodge this thing together. Kind of just yeah. a conversation.
0: Yeah. So the first thing I would like to talk about is something I saw on the internet a while back that I thought would be glorious. I thought this is there is no way this is not going to be amazing. So I don't know if you know about this but like a couple of years ago or maybe a year ago somewhere in that time frame. Yeah. A company from Japan and a company from America challenged each other to a giant robot duel.
1: So like real steel. Like
0: yeah, like real steel like Or Pacific Rim. Yeah. Like they, instead of fighting kaiju or gaiju or what's that word? I don't know. Giant monsters, they were going to fight the robots against each other.
1: Dude, that's awesome.
0: It sounds amazing, right?
1: It does. It does.
0: Two giant robots being piloted with a man inside the robot and they're going to go at each other full tilt and just try to beat each other into submission. Right. That sounds fabulous. (laughs) I don't know how they managed to make this the most boring thing I have ever seen in my life. I don't know if anybody... I'll throw, I'll throw a link up so you can watch the YouTube video if you want to. It is. It's one of the most boring things I've ever seen in my life.
1: Uh, I, we watched, what, a, a few seconds of it one yeah, over here. Yeah, we watched
0: about two minutes of yeah. it. Yeah,
1: And you're right. I mean, it looks really cool. The robots look awesome. Yeah. But they move so slowly and, and yeah. everything is so meticulous <laughs> and... But now I do have to say, the one the one saving grace of the video is literally the announcers.
0: <laughs> they had Mike Goldberg from the UFC.
1: It was hilarious because they're like, uh, yeah, we got we to get out of here. We got to move now because the whole set was coming down around them. Yeah. And, and
0: I don't know <laughs> if they were taking their cue from the WWE or what and... But they treated the standard announcers like the Spanish announcers table with the WWE <laughs> and Sabu a motherfucker through the announcers table. <laughs> It, yeah, one of the, so part of the set just collapsed down on the announcer's table. It was funny. That was, that was a that, funny part. Like I
1: said, that was to me that was the saving grace. Now I do have to say though, the the robots themselves were fairly impressive. They are they're massive. They're huge. Oh and yeah. And you've got a yeah. you've got a person inside there, yeah. and some of the things that were on them, like the the weapons or the things that they were using to to hurt one another. You know, as far as the robots go, if if you got in between any of that or got hit by any, of you were done. Oh yeah. So the yeah, danger so, so factor the one, is there.
0: So, the one American one, because there were two American robots that mm-hmm. were built, sponsored by two different companies. There was one Japanese robot that fought them both. The Japanese robot did defeat one of the Americans. The American, de- the other American robot defeated the Japanese bot, but the bigger of the American robots had a giant flipping chainsaw. And, I mean, this thing looked like a ditch witch yeah, on its arm. Yeah, I was going
1: to say a ditch witch is pretty much what it was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, the other arm just had a giant, like, hydraulic
1: like claw yeah
0: like a uh what's the thing the fire and rescue use yeah it's like jaws of life Jaws of yeah it looked like a real an oversized jaws of life on the end of its arm uh the japanese robot i thought had some cool attack moves yeah. some innovative things uh they were look like they were kind of trying to blind the opposing driver as as oh, yeah. much more than just kind of destroy the enemy robot cool they uh they had a paintball gun that they fired at the windshield. Oh, yeah, 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 to try to blind them, yeah. They had a, uh, a a little drone that, like, landed on it and tried to put a smoke cloud over the driver's cab. So I thought that was kind of neat. But, I mean, the fights lasted four or five minutes apiece roughly, and they were just slow and cumbersome. And one of them was literally one hit.
1: Right, right. And it, it was, was just, like. Yeah,
0: it was one hit, and the fight's over. And it took three and a half minutes. It just—it was so ridiculous. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it
1: sounded amazing, and it—it's one of those things where, it, it, yeah, it could have been totally epic, and it was like, mm, yeah, <laughs> it was like watching someone like dig with a like a like a, 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 a bobcat, <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> with big giant pinchers on it.
0: <laughs> now, if they'd have put it on a time lapse, maybe that would have been cool.
1: Well, yeah. To speed yeah. it up? Right. Because everything was, was... Like I said, it was very slow. Yeah, everything and, was and moving in like stuff. slow motion. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Yeah. So, um, and I... You know, I was digging around a little bit on the internet, and I ran across this website that was... It, it, it's hilarious. And it has, like, all of these different, like, odd and weird facts. All right. Um, So... Rather than like giant robot, I don't really have a whole lot of time to sit and watch like any videos and things like that simply because with the kid, with the school, with all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We get it. You have a life. No, I mean, there's
1: so much that's going on. I'm a
0: loser with nothing better to do. No,
1: no, 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 not at all. Not at all. But like, and (laughs) something too, I mean, like I said, she's always got the Disney channel on. So it's not like I, I I don't really get to sit down and, and and unfortunately I'm missing out because from. There are some things that like I see like after everyone else does, and I'm like, oh, that was awesome, and mm-hmm. I wish I would have found that little nugget on my own. But, but anyway, I found this thing that has like a, like 75 roughly like just odd and weird facts, and I thought some of them were really really good. Like uh-huh. uh, one the the first one on the list was, did you know that a toilet flushes most of them in E flat? Like the key of E flat.
0: I, yeah, I've got, I've got a 10 ear. <laughs> so I totally picked up on that. I've got pitch perfectly wrong hearing.
1: Now here's the thing, weird thing. Um, a few years ago I was, you know, in a band, but right. I was in high school. right? A couple and, of them. Uh, yeah. A couple different bands. And our bass player, Kevin Griffiths, he went through this course that was called perfect pitch. And like, um It was like this ear training thing where you basically could pick up on things that would like just anything running or anything, and you could know what key it's in. And like he found like my car was sitting down there running one time, and he was like, "Yeah, your car is running in like F sharp." And I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah." And we literally put a tuner on the car, and it was running in F sharp. And I was like. Dude, that's awesome. I've still got. I think I still have the cassette tapes that he he did. Like cassette he had tape? Cassette tapes that he bought that put that he did this training with because there was like there was like twenty of them that you'd listen to and it was like identifying pitches and tones. And, oh uh, so
0: they just get they they get they, they like play a tone and Yeah they played the a tone okay, and then, I got like you would go you.
1: through it and you would listen to them and they would say okay this is this tone this is this tone this is this tone and then they would like okay what tone is this what tone? and you would go through like I want to say there were 20 lessons like 10 cassettes you know front and back AMB, you know, AMB, right. yeah so uh but yeah and I thought how odd and that little nugget right there I can see that that would be something that Griffiths would have shared with us.
0: <laughs> well, that's strange. Most toilets flush in E flat, but yours is a yours is a G.
1: <laughs> you might want to get the the water pressure checked on your yeah. on your toilet or something. <laughs> Another one they had on here was and this is like completely off subject of of anything about sound, but Captain Crunch. Do mm-hmm. you know his full name? Not a clue. His full name is Horatio Magellan Crunch. <laughs> Okay, so the expression that was just on your face tells tells it all. Huh, how about that?
0: <laughs> That's, uh, why would you ever need to know that? I don't know.
1: Um, uh, the The longest word in the English language with wait, the wait. letters in alphabetical order.
0: Oh, in alphabetical order. I don't fucking know. In
1: alphabetical know. order? I don't
0: know. Is, I, I think I know. Oh, I just lost it. I know the longest word I did. Yeah? What,
1: yeah. So the word Almost. Is the longest word in the English language with all of the letters in alphabetical order? Hmm, um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, how the, uh, you know how many takes elix uh, it actually does take to get to the center of a tootsie roll pop? One hundred forty-two point eighteen, and I guess that would have to how, do. How do you
0: do point eighteen of a lick? I
1: guess you that point eighteen is when you actually break through. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Just weird things. I, I I thought some of Frederick Bauer, the guy that invented the iconic like Pringles can. Mm-hmm. When he died, oh, yeah. his ashes were buried in one.
0: Yeah, yeah. I knew that. I did know that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Isn't that odd? That's kind of strange. That's a little weird. Yeah. Um Yeah. Human birth control pills work on gorillas. I don't know why they would want to test them on gorillas or how they might know this, but maybe
0: it was the other way around. Maybe <laughs> they developed them
1: four gorillas no, no, and no, found no, out no, that we, no. we were like take those quick this,
0: this works on this works on ladies no 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 <laughs> maybe when like animal testing oh yeah they yeah. were developing maybe they were developing developing them for people and, and they used a gorilla. in animal testing they realized that it works on some some primates too yeah
1: huh, that's possible the swans in England all belong to the queen every swan
0: nice so she <laughs> she owns a lot of <laughs> asshole birds <laughs>
1: Good to yeah, know. Just random facts, dude. It's a really, really interesting All website, right. and I'll throw we'll some keep, of them keep up Keep that there. up. We'll come okay. back to that.
0: Okay. I, want, I, want to, I want to tell you a story now. Okay. Okay. I want to tell you a story, and I want to see if you can tell me what the story is.
1: Okay. Go for it.
0: Okay. So there's a detective, and he's attempting to solve a, seri- a case of serial murders. The case has got him stumped. It's got everybody stumped, not just him. There's a whole team working on it, but this guy's stumped, and he gets an offer for help. Okay. And he goes to see this guy who is a a convicted serial killer who is serving term to receive assistance and tracking down the other serial killer who is at large. Okay. So do you know what the story? I do. Yeah. So what is the story?
1: Uh, the uh, It's the basis for Silence of the Lambs. Oh,
0: so you, okay. Yes. I was hoping you were going to say the Silence of the Lambs. No,
1: it's the basis for the Silence of the Lambs. Um, right. And it was actually, was it Ted Bundy? I think uh, Ted Bundy,
0: not Hannibal Lecter, yeah, was the actual was the actual serial killer on death row serial killer, yes, who was offering to help Detective Robert Keppel.
1: Was it son of Sam that he was looking for? No. Okay.
0: It was the Green River Killer. Green River Killer, yeah. The guy or the or the guy they called California. Yeah, they called him. Well,
1: wasn't he like? in... I think it was in
0: Washington or something. Was
1: it? I knew it was on the West Coast somewhere.
0: Um. Yeah, I think it was. I'll find it in a minute. But he was. uh, the whole reason this became popular is the guy who wrote The Silence of the Lambs, uh, Thomas Harris? Thomas Harris, yes. Was also consulting on the case.
1: Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah. so
0: he learned about it.
1: Yeah. Huh. I did know that um, that, that was the basis of it, though, um, and that he, like, even after um, the book was written... And they were casting like all of the the different people you know for different parts for that. Um, and they were they had looked at multiple different people, and like Anthony Hopkins was definitely not the first choice for Hannibal Lecter. Oh, the director flat out. I think like he was no, like yeah, the uh, studio flat out. Yeah, they were fixed. like no because he's like he was a, a play actor. <laughs> he was a yeah, stage was a, actor. Yeah, stage yeah. actor. And they were like no that not the guy from he had done something like um, some sort of a, a film before that that was something to do with the sea i don't know he was like a captain or something and they were like yeah not that guy and then um yeah he comes in and does this iconic role as as Hannibal lecter but um jodie foster herself though actually visited um not just um the F- like she visited the fbi and like trained with them um for like weeks right. at quantico, a time yeah right? quantico uh for like weeks to To see exactly how that character would respond to someone like Hannibal Lecter, and she um, went. She worked with like the profiling division. She worked with um, the the task forces. I mean, she went through almost like the full training. Wow. Um, they almost broke her a couple of times simply because of all the things that they were showing her and and she was seeing. And then I wonder if that helped like the, uh, prepare her for the other side. Went
0: psycho and stalked her. I don't know for a while. I don't know, because <laughs> you knew about that, right? Huh? Yeah. So, like later, there was a guy.
1: Oh, here, while you're while you're checking that out, so the other side of it, though, she actually went and and visited inmates at like psych uh, like psych wards and to see how they acted, and and she wanted to to have a measured response to you know, whatever Anthony Hopkins was going to uh, throw at her, she wanted to be prepared for. Right. So yeah, the amount of research that went into those roles was unbelievable. And then on the, on the other side, I'd like I say that, I mean, the guy that wrote the book, Thomas Harris was, yeah, it was based on real people. It's yeah. it's weird.
0: Yeah. Ted Bundy, uh, one yeah. of the, one of the worst serial killers, and this guy, the green river yeah. killer, uh, it was like seven forty two victims over 20 years. Oh, I didn't know that they it was were that looking many. for this guy, yeah,
1: wow, I thought it was like seven or eight it was I know it was like a bunch of uh, I like think seven was... or eight that was like right really close together though, maybe um and the the and the one girl got away, and that was what like put him on this guy
0: yeah 42, 42 murders wow in in twenty years yeah, now when they consulted him, Bundy gave him a lot of tips, it yeah. was kinda it was kinda crazy without ha- having any of the background case history, yeah. Other than just what he could get out of the public newspapers, Bundy put them on a lot of the things that they were already looking into. Oh uh, wow! On their own. Well, uh, I mean, you
1: got to think um, those guys. I guess they kind of think alike.
0: That was his theory. Yeah, was that you know I I am I'm like him. I can help you find him. And wow! So he he offered him a lot of suggestions, and uh, some of them they they couldn't do. Like that, he his first suggestion to catch the guy mm-hmm. was to hold a. Uh, horror movie festival yeah, Yeah. where all of the horror movies were like about kind of the whole, you know, sex, sex and killing kind of thing.
1: See what crowd is brought to that
0: and record everybody's make it, hold it at a drive in and only admit people in cars and record all the license plates. And he says, I guarantee you his will be there. he, He will be one of the people at that festival. Huh? Now they couldn't do that at the time, but that was one of his suggestions he he gave them a lot of other he told him you know to keep an eye when they find the body, yeah on the site because he'll go back, oh yeah, yeah he's like he he will he will go back and visit yeah but the problem was they never found the bodies close enough right to the time that he killed them like right. he had already stopped visiting them yeah by the time the bodies were discovered so I don't know, I just thought that was creepy and weird, and I had <laughs> no idea that that was based on a true story, yeah. Yeah. So that just threw me off.
1: I I read Thomas Harris. I, I his books are really good, and and I wouldn't have known that had I not you know read some of the books and 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 yeah, it's it's pretty wicked, pretty weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was thrown away. I was blown away. Sorry, I just I wasn't ready for that.
1: Yeah, interesting stuff though, for yeah, sure. That
0: was interesting. Uh, some other some lighter news stuff. Yeah. Okay. So. Recently it was discovered, not by me, by somebody out there on the interwebs, who was from Kentucky? Oh yeah, I think. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure the guy that found this out was from Kentucky. If you go to Twitter's website okay. and you look up the official Twitter feed for Kentucky Fried Chicken Restaurant, okay. yeah, you will find that they only follow 11 individuals.
1: Okay, wait, wait, wait. 11 individuals.
0: Yep. They follow, I forget their names, but the five Spice Girls and six guys named Herb. (laughs)
1: 11 Herbs and Spices.
0: 11 Herbs and Spices. That's all they follow.
1: Oh my goodness. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and all of the guys named Herb are official verified accounts, so it's not just, you know, so they don't accidentally get on something. But And and then the Spice Girls, of course, have, you know, very well-established public personas. Uh, Right. Right. (laughs) But yeah, they only follow (laughs) (laughs) 11 Herbs and Spices. (laughs) I just thought that was great. I I was like, whoever KFC's uh, social media guy is, is or or gal, or gal, could be a woman, I don't know, not trying to be sexist, but... Whoever that person is is a genius. <laughs> that is fucking brilliant.
1: Oh my goodness, that is awesome. Yeah,
0: and they gave uh, they gave the guy that discovered it uh, an award. Yeah, yeah. It is one of the most <laughs> glorious oil paintings I have ever seen. <laughs> no, no kidding. Oh yeah, and I mean, uh,
1: tell me it's of the colonel. <laughs> Yes, yeah,
0: the kernel's in it.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, that is too good.
0: (laughs) I'll uh, I'll see if I can throw this up here for you on the other screen so you can see this painting.
1: (laughs) Definitely, you're going to have to get a link to the painting. Okay, so the
0: guy's guy's name is uh, Mike Egett, E-D-G-E-T-T-E. Okay. And... (laughs) Here is the official KFC picture,
1: right? Here. Oh my lord!
0: That they that they had painted for Mike.
1: He's he's literally on his back. Right? He's getting
0: a piggyback ride from the Colonel, <laughs> holding a piece of chicken in his hand.
1: Oh my goodness! Isn't it this awesome? is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: It's awesome, right? I mean, yes. it's just, it's crazy and weird <laughs> and just totally out there.
1: Oh, Whew. yeah, that's too good. <laughs>
0: but yeah, I just thought it was great. That yeah. that made me laugh a lot. No. Especially kidding. when I saw the painting that they had commissioned. Uh, they had that. They I'm literally wiping tears here, dude. <laughs> but yeah, they had that commission just to give to him. <laughs> That is awesome. And and that is Mike. That is, you know... That is the dude. close approximation of Mike, yeah.
1: Oh, that is great. 11 herbs and spices.
0: Yeah. And like I said, I just thought whoever their marketing person is, that is genius.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: That is just pure
1: genius. So... I had not... I've never heard of anything like that. That was hilarious. That is hilarious. And
0: it's one of those things. It's, you know, it's not... It wasn't a viral marketing campaign. No, it was just that's something, completely yeah, under the radar, it's dude. so under the radar. So <laughs> radar. <laughs>
1: I mean, Which who, makes it that much better. Whoever
0: checks that? <laughs> no, like, like when you go really? on Twitter, do you ever look to see who that person follows?
1: No, no. But someone dude, did. Somebody and, did. And, thank and God. They, and dude, they got, they got <laughs> the greatest oil painting of all. Like I would replace the Mona Lisa with that.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, it's really good. <laughs> oh my
1: goodness yes so, that is awesome
0: yeah I'll, I'll throw some pictures up when this when this uploads i'll throw some <laughs> pictures up with that too uh, uh another thing i want to talk about because it's, it's it's wait, wait, wait time before you before, okay. before
1: you go any further though talking about kfc did you ever have you had do you know much about like the actual like the the um herbs and spices that go into it i know it's a big secret
0: well, I mean, it is and it isn't. I mean, there are only so many herbs and spices out there. So
1: this is true. But have you heard that that even the factory that that puts together the the mix, like no one knows, like the people that work it. there, yeah.
0: Yeah. I can believe it. Like Coca Cola, uh, nobody knows the actual formula for Coca Cola,
1: right? And that they buy things that they don't use, like I am sure, uh, yeah, like they buy like twenty or thirty different herbs and spices, and they throw out a bunch. And only the eleven, and and you, so you can't pinpoint this. These eleven are what's in there. It's the it's it's insane. Yeah,
0: you got to guard that secret, man. It's just you true. can't let that information out. Yeah, you can I mean, come on. If <laughs> if uh, you know yeah, what, if, what, what would happen if well, Bojangles Popeyes or, or Popeyes, Bojangles.
1: Popeyes yeah. or yeah or Zaxby's got a hold of the it's, Colonel's recipe? Oh my lord! Oh, how I hated the Colonel <laughs> with his wee beady eyes and that smug look. <laughs> oh, you're gonna eat my chicken! <laughs> Dad, oh, how do you hate God. the girl? Uh For those of you that don't know, go rent or find "So I Married an Axe Murderer" Mike Myers, one of the funniest movies ever. It's
0: great, <laughs> and you'll see a lot of uh, fat bastard. I was gonna and, say fat
1: bastard and Shrek. That's the yep. that's that's the source of those two yep. characters. And, so. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's great. It, that's a great movie. But yeah.
1: Funny movie. Funny movie. But there's something <laughs> okay, else so I want yeah. to
0: talk about. Yeah. While it's the hotness, while okay. it's going to be the topic everywhere, I'm sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: The new season of Stranger Things just came out.
1: <sighs> don't give me any spoilers. But uh, No spoilers. Because I haven't, I don't, I haven't don't, I, seen I, it yet. I'm
0: a firm b- disbeliever in spoilers. Okay. Good deal. I, I want to remain spoiler free. Okay. I don't like having things ruined for me. I don't want to ruin anything for anyone else. Okay. Okay. So I will say, though, this kind of ties into something we talked about pretty recently when we were talking, and I didn't catch it. So it's a lot. over this weekend, I binged the first season again and the second season.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: And I didn't catch it, and it's not a big spoiler. Right. But in the first season, they reveal that Dr. Brenner, who was the head of the lab, right, where the all the bad facility, stuff happened, yeah. Uh, and we won't talk about what specific bad stuff, but where all the bad stuff happens. Uh he was part of Project MK Ultra.
1: Oh that is awesome. So
0: I didn't catch that the first time I watched it, but then going back now and I saw that, you know, one of the it's it's only I think it was only mentioned once verbally, but it's in one of the newspaper clippings as they're researching. Very cool. Things. Very
1: cool. Nice little so, Easter egg there. So yeah, I was
0: like, Oh, that's part of Project MK Ultra. You know, nice. or, well the guy originally Got started yeah. on Project MKUltra. This the show was not part. What they were doing in the show had nothing to do with MKUltra, but just that's where the head scientist that caused all the stuff, right, started cool. out. Very so cool. I just thought that was kind of neat. And and I will say though, I do enjoy the second season. If you go out there and you listen to people, there's a lot of hate on one specific episode of the season, which is episode seven. And again, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I think a lot of that is something that we talked about before where people just seem to have this need to have to hate on things right? and to find a flaw. And I will admit episode seven is a little slow. It doesn't really advance the main overall story, but it gives you a little bit of insight into some of the characters and their motivations and how far they're willing to go okay yeah um and it it kind of a little you know deeper dive onto one of the characters and and yeah it doesn't move the main overall story of the the whole season along right at all really it really has it's really just a a side track that has no bearing on the rest of the story uh but i mean it's it's for entertainment and it's still a Good episode. It's admittedly it's probably not as good as the rest of the season. Okay, but I don't think it's as bad as people are saying it is. It's still entertaining. Okay, yeah. It's still good. I haven't it's watched- still got a good story. It and people are just like it's such a waste of time. It's so pointless. It's all these things. And I mean, if you're looking for something to complain about about the season, yeah, this is the weakest episode. I'm not going to deny that. But there's, but there's always bad. one,
1: you know, well, just about has, anything is going to have to have, you're going to have your high points and your low points. Right. So there's, I mean, yeah. But and being, like I said, I have not seen any of the second season yet. Um, I'm looking forward to Oh, it's good. Watching. It's good. Yeah. 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 So. But, my, um,
0: but my, I mean, my, my point is that like people are just saying like, oh, this episode is terrible. They should have never made it. They should have just cut the whole episode. Dah, 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 dah. It's like, okay. Yeah. It's the weakest episode. I'll give them that, but it, like you're saying, if you cut that out, then there's going to be another episode that's, that's not as good as the rest to, of the exactly, episodes. Exactly. I mean, it's just. I think it's just the 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 culture of we have to find something to bitch about.
1: Yeah, you're right. And, you're right. I mean, in any anything, I I spent a lot of time watching a couple of other series like Walking Dead, uh, Game of Thrones, things like that, and there's always those episodes that you think, okay, I could have just skipped this one. Yeah, it was, it was filler. Yeah. And I mean, it's just the, the, the nature of a series. You have yeah. to have those things that it may not necessarily move things forward in an epic fashion, but it's, it, it up tie something together later down the road.
0: Yeah. Or some of them give you that, that the character development that you don't have time for when you're advancing the overall story. Right. Now there, there are shows that took this to extreme, uh, Battlestar Galactica, the 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 series that ran a few yeah, years ago.
1: I didn't watch any of that and I should have because I've heard it is good.
0: In some of the in like season three or four, there right. were a lot of filler episodes that because and, and it's not really their fault. The network was jerking them around and telling them, "Oh, well, you're gonna have four seasons. No, we need it to be six seasons. Right. No, it's gonna be seven seasons, no, it's gonna be five seasons. Well, every time they change how long they've got to tell the story. You know, when, they, when they've got the story set, right, mm-hmm. and this is our story arc, and it's set for four seasons. And now the studio comes back and says, oh, no, 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 we need you to make this six seasons.
1: So eventually you're going to have to start inserting. Yeah.
0: So they start putting filler in that yeah. wasn't originally there. Right. And then the right. audience is like, well, this episode was pointless. You didn't do anything.
1: Well, I mean, that's just kind of the nature of it either. It is. it.
0: Well, and, and I have a problem with that that was the network got greedy and they wanted to make more money okay. so they wanted to make the show run longer to milk it that I have a problem with right now it if like like i said this episode takes a little detour and yeah it doesn't advance the main story and it's kind of cliche and some other things but it sets for me what i took out of it and i don't know anything i'm nobody i'm not a critic I don't, but
1: we all are critics now. But,
0: but what I took out of it was it, it demonstrated how far this character is willing to go, what they will and will not do. Okay, and a little bit of more uh, personal background for that character.
1: So that can't be. That's not a waste of an episode, even if it's not necessarily something crazy and epic.
0: But like, but like I'm saying, it, it 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 seems like if it's in that culture of we have to find something to bitch about. That's we to have to it. find something to complain about. There yeah. has to be there ha, this. We can't like this thing because if you admit that you like something, then you're a sheeple or whatever. I don't know. Right. It, 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 I don't know what that reasoning is, but it seems like no matter what you have to find something wrong with it. And I will admit I used to be really bad for that. And know. I'm trying to f- consciously make the effort not to do, not to be that guy anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and it's hard. Sometimes I want to complain, and I like I said, this is this is the weakest episode, right, of the season. But now it's one but,
1: thing to make just a comment. Okay, yes, this is the weakest of this, but it's still entertaining and it's still good.
0: Yeah, and and to say that they should have cut it, that it never should have aired, nah. that
1: all the stuff. I mean, that's nitpicking. That's yeah, that's what that is. That's you, nip, someone nitpicking it. You get what you
0: get with the show. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought <laughs> on the whole. I rewatched the first season because I I tend to lose some of the detail right after time. Like I remember the broad themes, mm-hmm. but I lose some of the specifics. So I wanted to rewatch the first season to fill myself back in right. on everything, right. and then I watched the second season. I just finished it probably three hours before you got here.
1: Oh wow! So yeah, and
0: so that one's the second season still really fresh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was really good. good. I liked it a lot. Good. I I've heard
1: from what I've heard people say, I, I've heard people say that they liked season two better than they did season one. I don't necessarily, uh, they've not necessarily said this is so much better, but that they just enjoyed it more. Um, yeah.
0: I think, I think they had, cause it the, that was their first show. Right. Strange. I mean, they'd worked on TV before, but this was their first show, the Duffer right. brothers. And I think they were still kind of figuring out the mechanics of it. Right. With season one. Right, and I think got, they they understand you, that a little more this can, season.
1: If you take something like Stranger Things, there are so many directions you can go, and I right. think that they tried to explore some of those. And it, it, I don't want to say it muddied the series, but it it just seemed like it wasn't as coherent and together.
0: Right. Well, that's similar. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm saying. Like, it seems like you know it was their first. It was their first time running a show. Right. And directing and everything. And it seems like they thought they could do more than what they had time right. to do, so it's it seems a little disjointed at times. Right, and some of the stories yeah. you're like it's over here, then it's over there, and then you're back in here. And but and, so this one is definitely seems more focused. Good, 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 good. Uh, and they follow a more logical and linear story, linear progression. Yeah, which is you know it's good or bad. Some people hate that. Yeah. I'm a simple-minded person so it works really well for me. Yeah. I like uh, my
1: entertainment spoon-fed, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to uh yeah. and you just put it in there for me. Uh,
0: I don't know. I thought it was really good though. Yeah. So, I just wanted and to that get that out really, there while that, it's still new.
1: I saying, that is a really cool tooth that that MK Ultra is is mentioned or is is in the series. Um, just so having the other the other afternoon, um, Penelope went to sleep and I was able to flip it over to History Channel and they were talking about Project MKUltra, there was an, a, a, a program that was on a show, and huh. it was like a two-hour. So it wasn't like just this, oh, wow. you know, like a one-hour thing but or 30-minute deal. It was like a two-hour show. Um, and the part of it that they were um, researching and exploring was like the real Manchurian candidate you know, where they done that segment of it. Um, and I was trying to look up there where, um, where it was actually took place. It was by some, it was in this little small town in some place, um, like Maine or something like that. Um, they have this little, um, it was, it was a, uh, military base. They have a radar station there. And evidently, um, there was like an LSD house that they would do like the experiment experimentation in. I told you they they got them all stoned on acid. Yeah. And they had this like massive underground labyrinth that they were like, that they were doing all these tests and laboratories and all that kind of stuff. And the military denies that it's all there. There are people from that town that were like kidnapped kids, specifically like orphans and people that were like outcasts. Um no, no, sir. and they the, were tortured, the, and this and that The, and the government other. would never never do that stuff never right? do any, but yeah, like that. I mean, and uh then like even the kids like these these uh how say late teenager early 20 ish uh kids right. after the place shut down, kind of like broke into the place and they they were like filming like they had like a little handheld like handy cam or something they were going through there and filming like different things that they saw in there mm-hmm. um. And while they're in there, they get like chased out by like government, like like the black SUVs roll up and the helicopter. It wasn't uh, the government. The government didn't have anything
0: to do with it.
1: It was it's pretty wicked stuff. And and now they did interview a couple of people. And I'm just going to say the one guy that they interviewed that had been part of the LSD part of it. Mm-hmm. Man, he was still tripping. Let's just put it that way. Like he a, was
0: like as a as a subject, or as I, I somebody don't know if administering. He was, the,
1: I think he was. I think he was both. I think he was administering, and he was also. So in, he was one of those
0: guys that was on the drugs while they were supposed to be running. Yeah, the Yeah, oh, he okay. was
1: out there, dude. He was way out there. And then there was another guy that was supposed to be a. Uh, he had done like a tra- time travel. They did this like out of body time travel thing. There, that's what the radar was being used for, and. Man, they blew holes in his story real quick, and he got very defensive and threw him out of his house and all this kind of stuff. It was just like the the whole show was just very surreal. And I was sitting here thinking, man, we talked about this the other day, and I've right. since then kind of researched it a little bit, and it's 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 big, it's huge.
0: Oh yeah, it ran for almost twenty years.
1: Yeah, A little lower yeah. twenty years maybe. Yeah, it was yeah, and. Yeah, crazy stuff that they did.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> that was their whole trying to develop psychic warriors, and, yeah. and we were going to take out the commies with our, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. From here uh, with, with our minds. We're going to sit here, and, and then people are going to fall over in yeah. another yeah, country. Yeah, you're
0: going to get a, like a little trickle of blood coming out of one <laughs> <Yeah>. nostril. <laughs>
1: Whew, crazy stuff, dude. Crazy stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> One th- oh, one thing about season two of Stranger Things, I will say, yeah, I was happy to find they're still playing D and D.
1: Yes, awesome. Yep.
0: yep. So uh, that made me happy. They Heck didn't give yeah. them on it. They're still playing D and D.
1: Now they don't actually call it Dungeons and Dragons yeah. in the show, do they? Do yeah. they actually call it? I know it's Demogorgon is the first character and they that they bust
0: out a a monster manual and really, yep. Yeah.
1: Awesome. I was thinking in the first season, they didn't actually call it Dungeons and Dragons. No,
0: they call it D&D. They, they don't actually say Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. They do in season two. They nice. actually say Dungeons and Dragons. Nice. nice. And because nice. his mom, the the one that got kidnapped. Yeah. Well, shit. Well, I mean, that's the first episode. Okay. Uh, the season one. Okay. Uh, the Yeah, in season yeah, and one, season the, little one. Boy, the little boy that goes. Yeah, there. his mom. Yeah. Mm-mm. uh, Winona Ryder. Yeah. She, in season two, Tries to say the name of the game and they correct her to say Dungeons and Dragons because she said nice. it. I, I don't remember what she said, but she says it wrong. And they're like, no, 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 it's Dungeons and Dragons.
1: <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. awesome.
0: I mean, watching the show though, you know, if, if we're going to be a nerd about it. Yeah. So my complaints so they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. They never rolled a hit. What? <laughs> they never rolled a hit. He casts Fireball and then just slings a bunch of D6.
1: Okay, so but, he,
0: but but then they're looking for the D twenty,
1: right? Do they say and, anything about Thacko?
0: No, that was the other thing. He rolled a thirteen to see if it hit, but they never say anything about Thacko.
1: But now Thacko was second edition, so I don't know if they're playing right. first edition. Well, I mean or it was in eighty
0: three. That would have been second edition, right? Would
1: it? I don't know. I can't remember when second edition d- edition came out. Um. Maybe,
0: maybe well, that might've still been first edition. It may know. have been, but I mean, yeah, but yeah, I mean, they'd, sure. and I don't know, I never played first edition. So the rules might've been different in first edition, but like I said, when they were casting the spells, he just straight rolled Damn it! or you hear him roll several dice. Okay. But, but then when they go to look for it, they're looking for a D20 to see if he rolled at least a 13.
1: Okay. So no, he would not have hit Thacko cause 87. Eighty-seven was second. Seven. It? Okay, okay. Yep. Second, well, so it would have been first edition. He wouldn't have been hitting Thaco. Okay, for that, so. I
0: was a little upset about that. But they, you still had to roll the hit.
1: You I did, think. yeah, you did, yeah. I, you, know. I think so. I think, I think never, it was. I never did play upset. first edition myself I, either, I didn't so. either. So, I, I, I came in at Thaco, and but
0: I was happy that they're playing, uh, and they're still playing in season two even though all the stuff that happened in season one. But they're still playing in season two, and and that made me smile.
1: That's nice. And, that is nice.
0: Oh, and some just weird random trivia I found out. So the guy that plays Dustin? Yeah. To, toothless? Uh-huh. So I watched the first season when it first came out a long time ago, and then I just watched it again. And even on rewatching it, at one point they're getting picked on by their bullies, right. and the bully says, do that arm thing. They he, g- give him an Indian burn? No, no, no. He tells Dustin to do the arm thing. Okay. He's like, come on, free, do the arm thing. And he just like goes like this and you kind of hear like a pop. Oh yeah. And I was like, okay, that, and I watched it again and I still didn't see it, but I saw the actor who actually has that disease that he says, like he, like he says, I don't have my teeth. It's crino cranial dysplasia or something like that. Right. So the actor actually has this disease. It affects bone and tooth growth. Hmm. So he actually still like he's fifteen. He still has his baby teeth. Oh wow! Well, he's got a couple. He had some surgeries done, so he has some adult teeth. But anyway, when he does the the arm thing, I didn't see it in the show, but you can look it up online. He can touch his shoulders together in front of him oh, because no. one of the one of the disorder the part of the disorder that he has is they they never develop collarbones wow so he doesn't have the collarbones here so he can, he can hold those apart so in the show i didn't see it. like i saw him move and you heard like a but i didn't really see what he was doing he's touching, touching his shoulder blades his shoulder no not, shoulder sh- blade. not shoulder, yeah, his shoulder blade his shoulders. shoulder joints like yeah. the ball of the joint in front of him like oh, in front like in front no, of his sternum you. and just like clicking his shoulders together wow yeah no. so i thought that was interesting too
1: wow wow uh-uh. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't handle stuff like that. <laughs> Your body and you. <laughs> my, my body was doing things like that. I would want it to be someone else's. I'm <laughs> just saying. Not well, I my mean, body you, know, me. <laughs> you know, like
0: I said, he has a... It's a I know, but
1: it's, it just freaks me out. Just, uh, no.
0: <laughs> yeah. Watching him do it, it looks painful, but then when you, you know, I, I read about it and found that he doesn't have collarbones. Right, and that's pretty much the only thing that keeps you from being able to do that. So, it it wouldn't be painful, right? Right, unless you had collarbones, and then you would have to break both your collarbones to do it. <laughs> but True but, if enough. You, but if you don't have collarbones, you can just do it, and it doesn't hurt. So hit me with hit me with like two more random facts. Two more
1: random yeah. facts. Let's let's hear All it. Right.
0: two more. Get, get some like good weird ones. Okay, um, some
1: good uh, a really good one here. A giraffe mm-hmm. can clean its ears with its tongue. Twenty-one inches is the average length of a giraffe's tongue. That was gi-
0: I know a certain giraffe that's coming
1: home with me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, um let's see here. Says Cartman's mom. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. It says Cartman's mom. Good lord. Um this was the one, actually, I thought was kind of an interesting one. Um, so you remember Andy from Toy Story, right? This is Well, the little boy. The little right? boy, right? Yeah. Andy, he's... Okay, so he had this really, really evil neighbor that would, like, mutilate oh, yeah, yeah. the toys yeah. and tear heads off and, and build these, like, grotesque, like, hybrid whatever toys, right? And yeah. his name was Sid. Yep. <laughs> so um, Sid from Toy Story... This evil, evil kid that that actually does get to see the toys come to life at the end of of the first movie, right? right? Terrifies him. Terr- terrifies him, right? Um, he actually makes another appearance in another Toy Story movie. He's in the first one. He's also in the third one, and in the third one, he is the garbage collector that goes around to collect the trash. He never really actually did anything with his life much, other than you know, I guess that I'm uh, not saying that trash collecting is a bad thing. I'm right. just saying that he
0: became a sanitation worker. He
1: came, became a sanitation worker. Um, and in that, the, the, the third movie, he actually does get to see like, he sees the same toys yet again and freaks out again, runs away from them. So, um, yeah, okay. he makes a, 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 that appearance in toy story three. know um, right right so that was another odd little, little tidbit. Um, um, and then I was listening to NPR. So wait, wait, don't tell me. And uh, found out that the the director of the new Pixar, Disney Pixar film mm-hmm. Coco, um, he is a, a and like a, a like avid fan of Kubrick's The Shining. He also directed one of the Toy Story films, and he always drops things in his films that like allude to the shining and in one of the,
0: that's a little odd fascination for a guy making kids movies. Isn't it though? Isn't it
1: though? So um, in the new film, Coco, he wouldn't give any of the the little Easter eggs away, but there are scenes or there are little tidbits that, that are directly from the shining Um, in toy story. There was a couple of different things that he did. One of the uh, cars that passes by has RM 217 for, you know, room 217 from the shining Um, and the, the, carpet pattern in one of the homes, the houses, is the same as the carpet pattern from The Shining. Like the
0: hallway? Yeah. Like the, like the, the hallway. Like red and gold? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it has got to be exactly a house same. probably.
1: Yeah, probably is. Um, but yeah, yeah. So he always drops those things in. And he said, you know, he, he basically was saying, yeah, yeah, look for them. Because if if you're you're astute, you will see the, the references to The Shining in this new children's film. And okay. I thought that that's, was that that's, kind of that's, interesting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll have to look for that now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty. So neat stuff. i plan on
0: watching it. I watch most of the Pixar movies, so
1: yeah. Have, and you've seen the whole thing where the whole like Disney Pixar universe is all one universe, right?
0: Yeah, they drop like little tidbits from other movies in their movies. Yeah, and yeah. it's
1: like it's yeah, everything happens in the same universe. You have yeah. like you know everything from Wall-E to um, I think what was the one Brave the the, the yeah. little red-haired girl. Yeah. I think that's the oldest one and then the furthest one out is the uh is Wally. I think everything follows in that timeline. Um everything from ants to um
0: right. Well, yeah, I know like I said I know they drop little pieces of other of other films in their films.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so and like
0: there's always like a nod to one other movie in this movie.
1: Yeah, uh, and yeah. the the one that 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 I, I was watching the other day again, sitting at the house watching I mean, cartoons with Penelope.
0: You act like you got a kid or something. I know.
1: Um, I mean, anyway, we were watching Monsters Inc. Mm-hmm. and uh, did not realize, but I mean, you see, like the little girl Boo, right? W- like, I, I actually looked it up afterwards and was like, "Oh my god, this is this is profound." You know who she is, right? No, she's Andy's mom. Oh, so okay. she has. One of her favorite toys and she tries to give the toy to Sully is the um what what is the girl's name um from Toy Story? The you know, oh, you got Woody I, and Yeah, which, I don't know. I okay. didn't watch the, I only ever watched the first one. Okay. So yeah, yeah, the um I can't remember her Little name. Little
0: redhead man. with pigtails and freckles. Yeah. yeah.
1: So like that's her toy and she tries to give it to Sully and and he's like, No, 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 you keep it. And she's like trying to hand him this, the, the little doll. Right. And he, he makes her keep it. So eventually, I mean, they, you go back to like Andy's mom is the one that evidently has this. And she's got like the hat that belonged to this, this little, um, this, this character mm-hmm. is the hat that Andy has later on. And you know it's the hat simply because the band is missing. And you can tell like there's a faded spot like the hat is faded all except for where the band goes. And it's different than Woody's hat. It's actually the girl's hat. And so mom has passed this down to Andy. Dude, I'm telling you what. If, when you start looking into how they're all connected, it is unbelievable. Hmm. It is such a good storyline.
0: Wow, that's uh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. We, we may have to do an episode on all the Pixar I would love to. <laughs> I think it would be
1: awesome. It would be awesome. I'll pick like... Five movies. You take five movies and we'll put them together. (laughs) All right. All right. right. Awesome. Awesome. Let's do
0: that later then.
1: Okay. Sounds great.
0: Yeah. All right. Everybody, I think we're going to call it a night there. Um, Don't forget where to find us on the old interwebs. We are
1: at facebook.com forward slash two minds podcast.
0: Or you can look us up on Twitter at two minds podcast.
1: You can send us an email at uh, podcast at gmail.com.
0: Or you can find this and all of our episodes on our hosting site, twominds.podbean.com.
1: And that's bean like the food. That's bean like the food. Actually, yeah, I've got that now. It's in my head. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, right. sir. So, um, hey, it's been a pleasure. I've it really is. enjoyed this episode. Just it having is, a, a you know back-and-forth conversation of random topics has right? been fun. A yeah. lot of fun. I thought so. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, yeah, my,
0: my cup's empty over here, really. Dude,
1: it is. I've I just sipped tonight, but oh. hey, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me go get a refill. All and right. I'll figure out this whole picture. You have a great night.